My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Welcome, welcome. This is Anna Scott, and welcome to my podcast, My Love of Life Energy. And this is round two with Summer and I because of technology issues, and it still sticks. What I was saying about Summer is I have a reverence for Summer. Um, In my life of meeting people who understand this universal energy, she's like, um, she's got a black belt in it. She's the only person I've met in my life who seems to understand this better than I, and I'm always humbled and um, in awe of what she sees. So it is with great honor and reverence that I'm getting to speak with Summer McCool today. So welcome. Oh, thank you, Anna. It is such a gift to be with you. <laughs> you you are one of the teachers to me in my world of energy. And I'm always um, awestruck and humbled when, uh, when, when I'm with you because of how graceful you are with energy and how you navigate life in the world through it or from it or because of it. And, 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 and when we had started this before, you were saying, and, and I was so shocked by what you said, actually. Like that really had shocked me. You know, because we can't see ourselves, but I was curious, what is it that you see that I do with energy that other people don't? You have this innate awareness. So it's not going to be a cog- conscious or cognitive awareness, but this innate truth of you is that you are energy. And so the actions you take, the, the way you function in the world, the things you say originate from the truth of that, that you are energy first. Then occasionally you have opinions and judgments and thoughts that, that come along with it, but you don't function from your thoughts as much as you do from the truth of that energy of you, which is just life force lifing in you, which it does with glee, like life. You being in life and life being in you is a gorgeous dance. Oh, God, Summer. I I swear to God, you just did it again. (laughs) (laughs) I you just said something because you said, and I'm actually getting teary, is that you said the truth of who we are or something to like this is that we are this energy. Yes. Absolutely. And you see that in all things. Yes. So say more about that. So all things that are alive, which are all things. So everything from this wire and cord to my, my own human form, it's all alive. It's all filled with this life force energy, imbuing it with life. And so my particular form happens to breathe oxygen and blink its eyes and digest food. And that's how it functions and operates in the world. This is alive too. And it's got energy in it. It's, cre- it's made from the creative energy of life force and mm-hmm. all, all energy of life. All it desires is to thrive. And so it's in service of itself continuing to thrive. 
So even like a plant, let's say it doesn't get enough water or enough sunlight. And so the form that it's in begins to deteriorate. The energy inside of that is not upset by the withering of its form because it still revels in being the form that it is in, having the experience it's having, it's neutral. So even death is neutral. Even when we as a personal form might have a, a loss of a connection to the form with which we attribute something, the energy itself isn't gone. It just takes on a new form. And so <laughs> as that plant might deteriorate into the ground, then the molecules of it feed the next form that come to be. So it might be mold. It might be grass. It might be the earthworm that's nourishing and churning the earth with all those nutrients in it. Might be me, might be you. But oh as God. life energy gets to be any form, in whatever form it takes, it's, it's like this just utter gratitude, joy, excitement of presence. And there's a connectedness to it. So even though a single blade of grass might be independent of the blade right next to it, because they're of the same force of energy, life energy, they don't experience themselves as independent of one another. Just like the wave from the ocean is of the ocean. But for a moment, the form it takes looks as if it's separate from the ocean or it's above the ocean. You and I are no different. This is how it is that we are equal to all life forms, including the earthworm. Wow. I just am, I'm humbled by that. You know, um, one of my mentors, Dickon Bettinger, he talks about the ocean, what you just said, you know, we're the ocean and we're the wave, we're both. Yes, yes. And that, that's what you're pointing to. And I'd never heard, it's interesting, I'd never heard that the energy is neutral about the form, even when it's dying. Yeah. Because like it, the experience it's having is, it's a part of that. We're, we all come into this life form as humans with the full array or spectrum of all the potential experiences we're going to get to have. So how we go through those is on an emotional level. So we're all going to get to have a moment of sorrow just mm -hmm. as much as we're all going to get to experience exhilarated joy and everything in between. Every one of us gets to have all of them. It's so funny. I see that most people like want to select which experiences they have or which emotions they have, not realizing that it's all part of the, you know, it's yeah. all part of the crayon box. Yeah. And they're all temporary. So no matter how often we try to cling to any one of them, even it is temporary. And so the clingingness is the mischief. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of what my mother used to say. I got good news and bad news. Nothing's going to last. That's the <laughs> That's good right. news. Bad news is nothing's going to last. Yeah. You know, Summer, I see that this energy, and, and I wanted to check in with you. I see this energy, it, like it has an intelligence. Like it has, I always feel like it's like a jack-in-the-box, like, you know, a jack-in-the-box where you got the, the um, decoder ring. And it yes. has information in for us. Like when we get yeah. quiet, it, it 
do you see that it, it tells us to do something? It tells us to go somewhere. It shows us something. Yes. So my sense of that is like all energy comes with its own instruction manual. But the way in which you and I might relate to an instruction manual is the whole thing's laid out. And now we're going to start at the beginning, but we've read the whole manual. So we know where we're going. Life force energy isn't that laid out. And the reason for that is because it's real time responsiveness. So the moment I take a step forward in any way, I've now impacted and affected the experience inside that new space of where I stand in that first step. So the second step may not be what the first step would have shown me because I now have a new impact to relate to. And so there is the truth of real life force energy instruction manual, the how-to is a single step at a time. Oh my God, I love you for that. You have no idea how much I love you for that. And it, it's like, I just see so many people trying to get ahead of themselves. Yeah. And wanting to read the whole manual. Yeah. No, exactly. Rather than just stay in the moment and that step will come. I mean, that's yes. what you're saying. Yeah, because we were born with everything we need. We have everything we need, but the only place we can actually have access to it as well as utilize it is in the now. So the moment we get too far from the now, we actually lose access to our power and our capacity to affect reality with this creative life force energy. And so if we stay in the now, we have everything we need with real-time responsiveness to interact with life in amazing ways. But if we do get too far ahead, we lose that. So let me ask you this. How do you see, how do you see people getting too far ahead? Like how does how do you see that showing up? It's very innocent. Hmm. But the innocence of it is that the idea of knowing what's going to happen next and what we're going to do with it and how we're going to respond to it and what we're going to feel when it happens brings a level of security to that part of us that is the small self as this human form that we call summer. So summer in her identity as a human and her life experiences is rather insecure because she sees herself as separate from life force energy. Mm -hmm. But when I have awareness of myself as more than summer and I am life force energy, I actually don't run that far ahead because I'm not insecure because I do have everything I need if I stay here and now. Yeah. It, you know, what I'm seeing summer and I, I love, God, I love, I love talking to you. <laughs> what I see is it just doesn't make sense knowing that I'm both. Yeah. And the power you know, to, to quote Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now, he, he wasn't kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, really? He wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know um, but it doesn't make sense to get ahead. Not really. I mean, it's great fun to dream and fantasize, but really knowing that it could change in the moment. Yeah. So a good example is we do live in this world where planning is helpful especially if we're like going to take a vacation and a plane is involved and therefore commuting to the airport and being on time for the plane and getting through customs, all that's real. It's still real. Yeah. And so you're going to do the thing you need to do that gets you to wake up on time and show up at the airport with the bag already packed before the plane takes off. All that's still real. So it doesn't mean that we can't plan and we can't plan three weeks ahead of time. 
but how we're actually going to navigate those moments, that's what we can't plan. You can't plan if there's an accident in front of you on the freeway. You can't plan if you're the one who gets selected out of line to go get strip church all of a sudden. We don't get to plan those things, but we might be subject to it. So we just want to make sure that part of the plan includes, I might need a little extra time. Well, and the other thing that I, I think that what you're pointing to and that what I love and I've learned since I've come across, you know, this understanding from Sid Banks is that, and what you just said is that we have everything we need, yeah. that inside of us, I'm equipped to handle whatever comes my way. Yeah. And sometimes I forget that. And sometimes I get overwhelmed. Yeah. But when well, I, so it goes there's easy. good information about overwhelm. So overwhelm is your nervous system registering that there's too much information for it to process in a single moment. And so how we respond to overwhelm is actually innately healthy. So sometimes it might mean that we dissociate or we go numb or we avoid or we shut down or we respond with aggression or anger as a defense, all of that is actually innately healthy in protection of us in our overwhelm. Oh my God, Summer. I can so that we have those reactions is not wrong. It's, it's no, I get it. So I just good. Got, I just got the genius. Of, I mean, like at another level. Yeah. How, like the genius of this system. Yeah. How well built it is. Yeah. Yeah. So if we hang out in the now, connected to that sense that we are life force energy and we have everything we need, when we take the time to be present to the fact that I got overwhelmed today, later in the day, then I can digest that experience and integrate it into my nervous system so it doesn't stay frozen in an overwhelmed state. Mm -hmm. I bring it forward into my who I am now with compassion and understanding by giving myself the time and space to experience it and all of the multitudes of levels of information that were coming at the time. You know, it's so beautiful as I think that the, the, the other thing about in that later processing in those later moments, you know, when the system shut down, it's almost like a reboot yeah. and then clarity comes. It's available if we pause. Yeah. If we so get our habit in our society is that we don't pause. So what we end up doing is we have an overwhelm and we tell ourselves, well, I've made so many commitments that I can't override them. So I'm going to go show up to them. And so we override ourselves mm. and then we crash at the end of the day and we don't take the time the next day to be with that overwhelm moment. And so it waits. Sometimes it waits years and years and years. But if we take the time, either daily or regularly, to be with our moments of overwhelm, what we end up doing is informing our body with all the nutrients of our experience and enriching our experience here in life to continue to thrive. Mm -hmm. So what that does for our nervous system is the next time we come to an experience with too much information or too fast information, we actually have a capacity that's been expanded to contain and sustain presence within it. Mm. And that's resilience. Mm. Wow.
I just have to, um, what I'm feeling, sorry, I have a daughter coming in and out the door. That's oh, lovely. Great. Don't you love that? Welcome to the professional podcast of Anna Scott. Um, <laughs> and the natural form of life moving about. Yes, it is. What I, what I'm feeling, Summer, is um, your space. Okay, goodbye, Maddie. I'm feeling um, what I was feeling until the moment that my daughter walked in, and now that this is real life right now. The energy all changed. Yeah. But what I want to point to is that um, the spaciousness that you have, hmm. the spaciousness of of the energy to allow all experiences to be present. Yeah. All of it. Yes. Even the uncomfortable ones. Yeah, the, the even, what I know about you more than anybody is that you have a capacity to be with um, human beings, deep capacity. You have a deep capacity to be with human beings, pain and suffering. Mm. And um, present to it. And I remember when we were hiking recently, I think it was the last time, and you were talking about trauma and, you know, that you can be the presence before all the trauma and just look at, you can be the love and compassion. Yeah. And that, you know, it's like you fall out of, what I sense with you is that you fall out of the time, like out of our thinking of time, the linear, and you fall back into this aliveness, which is, which is eternal. Yes. And that eternal has the presence to be with anything and knows that it's all, it's all part of the compost. It's all part of the, the dinner menu. Yeah. Is that true? That's accurate. Yeah. So it's as if nothing's wrong. Yeah. Even when we get overwhelmed, nothing's wrong. Even when we get scared or numb or even terrified, nothing's wrong. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's right in a moral sense that uncomfortable things happen in the world. But in the way of being in relation to life force energy and life force energy is interested in being in experience, yeah. in form, irregardless of the nature of the experience. And so this capacity to be with uncomfortable experiences comes from that space of being present to overwhelm and digesting and integrating those experiences into the now rather than holding them as a past thing. When I bring them into the now, my capacity to contain more of that increases, which means that I can come to be with somebody who's in an experience of difficulty and I can reach my hand into that space where it's difficult for them and offer love yeah. and compassion. <laughs> and they don't have to be alone. Well, because the thing is, is that what I see, my interpretation, you know, based on my understanding of all this, is that we are love. That's what this life force energy, like we call it, you know, love, not personal, but universal. Yeah. This growth and expansion. And what I see you doing, Summer, is that you're you're reminding people who they really are. 
before they think about it. Yeah, like you're reminding them your presence reminds them of the energy of who they are. Yeah, and all that potential within them because yeah. that energy just wants to thrive. Wow. And I, mm. and I hear you, I don't think we've talked about it this part, but like that thriving, what, say more about that. What is that to you? It's pure potential. It's like the hopeful, excited optimism of what's possible. And it goes beyond the limits of our imagination. It, it extends and, and stretches our imagination into things that we never even dreamed of. And now like we can make them reality. I believe like an example would be Steve Jobs. He has that in full force with going from these awkward cell phones to this touch screen smartphone. That was innovation at work that was beyond the like let's imagine what's possible and see if we can do it it's let's go to see what's impossible and find the possible within it and now we're not limited that's the truth of life force energy thriving that's what we're made of so my mentor dick and bettinger would say which i love he said you know we we get caught in our thinking and that's our limitation and what you're saying is what he says is that, you know, I fall out of my thinking into this life force energy. I let go all of my thinking. Yeah. And I touch into this aliveness and anything becomes possible. Yes. And in that moment, anything, like all of it's, it's almost like when we fall into that, what I just see is like, when I fall out of my thinking, it's like I get a clean slate. Yes. I fall really into the now. What I'm feeling from you that I haven't seen before is that I have a clean slate. There nothing exists. Yeah. That's so, what it feels like. So our personal mind actually gets a little scared about that. What do you mean? I work so hard to establish and then it has a list. So this space of nothingness that is pure potential is actually the truth of you before you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's beautiful and it's like it's I can, always available. Right, always seven by 24. Correct. Never a moment, not there. Yes. And I can feel just talking to you, right now, <laughs> I can feel the aliveness. It's like a Bunsen burner, a burner on my stove. I can feel the aliveness turning up. Yes. Because the, I'm feeling the space. Yeah. That space. Wow. And it really does. It feels like, um, like I have a glass table and it feels clear. Yes. And like, it just is bottomless. It's like, it just, like I can, you know, it's like, um, see at the bottom of a, a lake that's so clear that you can all just keep on seeing, seeing, seeing down below. Yeah. And all yes. that. So the beauty of that is it's so clean and pure and true that it already is fulfilled. Mm. And from it, you can also create. And therefore, you're not limited by what gets created because it's open to all. Wow. Summer, 
but it's not in a hurry. It's I know, just but is. what you just said is it's complete and it just gets to create. But do you know how many yeah. people think that they're not whole? Yeah. That they're not complete? Oh, yeah. Like there's something wrong with them. Yes. And it's a true misunderstanding of their true nature. From that point of view, is creation more fun? I experience life as more fun. So it's not to say <laughs> that I still don't have struggles and difficulties and bills to pay and traffic to sit in. I still get to do all those things as well. But how I be in those experiences is playful, joyful fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So even when I'm doing like my month end and my taxes and all that, you know, number crunching stuff, which is not what you would imagine is being spiritual. I love it. And I love <laughs> it because I have so much fun figuring out if I can figure it out. And sometimes I don't figure it out. And sometimes I do. And it's just like, wow, this is great. Wow, Summer. So it's not a problem. Hmm. It's when I get in a hurry of not being where I am and I want to be someplace that I'm not, which is maybe figured out. Yeah. Then I get frustrated and annoyed and things are difficult, but that's just not the truth. Right. The truth is it's all already okay. I'm okay. Well, and what I'm seeing about the frustration, like the overwhelm, it's kind of like a signal to come back to the clarity. Yeah. Like it's just a beautiful little signal that says, come home. You're, yeah. you're trying to figure it out. You're too far ahead. Yes. And in that home space where everything that you need is available for you to utilize, what you come up with to solve the problem then will most likely surprise you. Yeah. Because it's actually rather simple. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay, Summer, we're coming to the end. I, we did it. <laughs> Ta-da! Technology. Um, and where can people find you? And of course, this will be all in our bio and the link and blah, blah, blah. But where can people find you? Um, summermccool.com. So okay. my name.com, the easiest way. Okay, great. And I, I just want to say what an honor it is. I, I have loved learning with you. And I always see something new when I talk to you. And that is a gift. Oh, Anna, thank you for this. This is amazing. You're doing such good work in the world. The world needs you and all that you bring. Well, we're in it together, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm so lucky to call you a friend. All right. I love you, sweetie. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. Thank you.